Hello, um, good day, um, welcome to the Hard Truth Podcast. Uh, I know it's been a while, it's just a while, it's been long, since 2020, it's been long, posted, we'll catch you guys Sorry for um, not posting since we had serious technical issues we had to settle. We had other issues too. Um, we had to verify our accounts and our podcast and other things. So I didn't want to actually post till we had those things done. We um, we are also planning on a bigger package for us and we wanted everything to be order before we start to drop podcasts again. But we are ready for action now. Um, we are ready for work now. And why I'm excited is because this time around we are not just um, we're not just talking about facts of life, we're not just talking about real truths about life, we're talking about the main reason for life, we're going to be talking about the gospel, we're going to be talking about Jesus, we're going to be talking about God, and it really, really excites me, because when I hear that I'm in the presence of the Lord, I'm very, very happy, man. so I want you to be as happy as I am, I'm happy that we are back online, and I'm happy that I have the opportunity to share the word of God with you. Um, I want you to always remain tuned to this podcast because we're going to be dropping a new episode every weekend. Every weekend. And then on the last weekend of the month, we're going to be dropping two episodes. So we're going to be dropping one episode for three weeks in the month and then two episodes on the last week of the month. And then every last week of the month, the two episodes that are going to be dropped are not going to be the talks that I made. They are not going to be me talking to you. We are going to be bringing um, men and women that God has been using and is still using the society to bless us and these people are going to be the ones to talk to you in the last two days two episodes of every month and this kind of strategy is going to kick off from January so for this December I'm going to be the ones talking to you and then from January we'll kick off with that kind of style so um um, I just want to let you know that the Heart Truth, we, the members of the Heart Truth, we love you very much and we care about your opinion. So we're going to be opening a WhatsApp group. And the purpose of this WhatsApp group, I think we're going to be opening a WhatsApp and a Telegram channel too. So the purpose of these two channels is to add us up, to get to know ourselves, get to build ourselves in faith, and then... If you have any questions from previous episodes, you're going to have the opportunity to ask your questions. If you have any challenges, you have the opportunity to drop it here. And men and women of God that are going to be on the platform will have the opportunity to bless your life by answering your questions. And if you also have 
topics that you want us to talk about, godly topics, because you have the opportunity to post the topics on the group. We pick it up and we talk about it. So it's gonna be it's gonna be a very 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 wonderful time with you guys, and I promise you are not gonna get bored in any part of the journey we're about to embark on in January. So we love you and we do care about you. And God loves you too. God loves you too. So before uh, before I close up this episode, I'm gonna just talk a little on a topic that has been a burden in my heart for long. I attended a conference. There was an opportunity to minister in a conference in any state and the name of the conference was an Abba Father. And the name of the people that organized the conference was the beloved family. And I ministered in their conference 2020. And the name of that conference, the, the, the tag of that conference was No Fear in Love. No fear in love. And since then, a burden has been in my heart to talk about love. And this December, all I'm going to be doing, all the episodes I'm going to be posting, is talking about the love of God. So for today's episode, I'm going to be talking on a very short topic and a very educative topic. I'm going to be talking to you on the topic accepted, not rejected. Accepted not rejected what does it mean to be accepted you know the word accepted generally means to be believed or recognized it can also mean to be valid or correct when somebody is valid when 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 everybody knows that you're on point you are ready. Someone draws you closer. Someone comes close to you. Someone is magnetic to you. Something is magnetic to you. You know why? Because you have been accepted by that. You mostly hear people say, my heart accepts your heart. That's why we can vibe together. That's why we can flow together. So for you to be accepted means to be believed or recognized or to be valued correct that's what accepted means then on the other hand rejected means to to be dismissed or to be inadequate or to be unacceptable or faulty to be unacceptable or faulty that's what rejected means i pray none of us will be accepted or rejected sorry none of us will be rejected or be accepted in the name of jesus now i'm not going to be talking on the human accepting part I'm going to be talking on God's accepting part. You know, most of us are, will find ourselves in situations where the whole world is lost. And the world has rejected us. The, the people around us has, has turned us to scorn. And we are at the verge, we are at the point of giving up. You know, um, two weeks ago, I saw uh, on the news line uh, a man went to, I think, Todd Miller Bridge in Lagos and jumped down and committed suicide. He killed himself. And then, I think, two months back, um, a guy in my school, where I school, um, he, he committed suicide. A 400-level student, a final-year student. He committed suicide. 
And then um, I was talking with a friend last month, and she told me of a girl that drank detol in a hostel because her boyfriend left her. And so things like that, things like that, things in uh, this dispensation, things that happen in these days might want to bring you down, might want to bring you to a point where you think suicide is the only option, might want to bring you to a point where you feel hiding is the only option, might want to bring you to a point where you feel the only option is giving up. That is where Jesus comes in. That is where God comes in. He accepts you in the midst of the world. He accepts you in the midst of the world. So, um, there are things that might happen to you that um, there are things that might happen to you that you might actually feel depressed about. But all you need at that point is God. You know, God is a kind of person that, that can accept no matter the, the, the problem you find yourself in. I would say, number one, God accepts regardless of our past. I was talking to somebody some days ago, and the person said, with everything I've done, I'm not sure if God feels God can accept me into the family. I had the opportunity to talk to this guy and I was preaching to him, I was speaking to him and he made that very strange thing he said, do you think I can be accepted with all I've done do you see bloods are shed do you think I can be accepted by God God accepts us regardless of our past regardless of what you've done in the past Regardless of what you've gone through in the past, regardless of how much hatred you brought upon yourself, regardless of your past life, regardless of your past experience, regardless of your past name, regardless of your past attitude, God can still draw you close and accept you as He is. King David in the Bible was a murderer. He killed a soldier to marry the soldier's wife. And God was very angry, but he still went back to God in the way of repentance. And God, out of the love he has for man, still accepted him as a son. That's why in the Bible, God said, David is a man after my heart. That is love. Let me tell you. The definition of love doesn't actually mean the definition of love doesn't actually mean bringing somebody inside your chest and then housing the person inside your chest and keeping the person inside your chest forever. No, that's not the definition of love. The definition of love is putting somebody by your heart. Is somebody 
that you put him in a place that you know if I hurt him, I hurt myself. That was how David was to God. God said, David was a man after his heart. After David killed. Mind you, David was a murderer. David killed. So if because David murdered, he murdered someone, stained his hands with an innocent blood, and then when he was being talked to by the prophet that this is what you did, and you will go punished for it. If because of what he did there, he started thinking and saying that God cannot accept me as easily because of this thing and this thing that I have committed. It's going to be a blast on his face. Do you know why? Do you know why? It's going to be a blast on his face. He's not going to be forgiven. He's going to go deeper than sin. He's going to swerve away from God. It's going to lead him to his destruction like the previous king of okay, so. so what am I trying to say? That regardless of your past life, God can still accept you. Also, God can accept you even though your life is in the current place. Not just the past life this time around. Like the life you're living now is in the current place. Not the past one, the present one. The present life you are living is in a correctness. It's not even that uh, you are about to live the life and you are looking at the life at your back. No, you are still in the life. You are still in the process. You are still doing these things. And you are thinking, can God accept me? God can accept you so far you are ready to be accepted. See, it is one thing for God to accept you. It is another thing to be ready to be accepted. God does not force himself on people. There have to be a determination to be accepted. God is ready to accept you so far you are willing to be accepted. So you have to be determined to be accepted before you get accepted. So, and also, God accepts people even when their world appears to be crashing down. When everything is going wrong, and you start to think, you start to feel, is there a God in heaven? Why is everything crashing down like this? Um, some time ago, I walked into a very big supermarket. And, um, I was surprised the the owner of the supermarket knew me. It's a very popular supermarket. If I call the owner, so the owner of the supermarket knew me, and he called me. Said, "Come to my office." I went into his office. He said, "Hey, I know you. I've seen your illustrations in different places." You understand songs in different places. I said, Okay, sir. He said, Please, I want you to pray. I said, Why? He said, My business is practically falling down in my friends. He said, Forget the supermarket, you see. My real backbone economically is the shipping business I'm into. He said, It sells and repairs ship engines. He said, practically in his front, it is crashing down. 
and he said he's owning the bank close to 200 million naira. He said he doesn't know how to go about it. He said if not that he saw me now, he was thinking of running out of the country. The world is crashing down. And he led him to Christ. He repented. I told him, believe that the Lord is able to pack you from that dirty spot you are and bring you to a clean spot. In less than four months, he was back on his feet. That is what the acceptance of God can do in your life. So whether you're feeling rejection, whether you're feeling unworthy or unlovable, acceptance from God can fill those dark and empty places. Whether you are feeling lost, whether you are feeling out of track, acceptance from God can fill those empty places. And uh, we're going to close this episode with giving us the Bible of what I mean, of all that I'm saying. And this, I will tell you something to round it up. I will tell you something to stamp it. I will tell you something to see it. For you to see reasons with me. That acceptance from God is very, very, very necessary. So let's read a very popular verse of the scripture. John chapter 3 verse 16. It says, For God so loved the world, and he gave his one and only Son, that whosoever believes in him shall not perish. Would have eternal life. That is acceptance. God so loved the world. See, see, I don't know if um, there's anyone was uh, married and has children. I don't know if you had delay in marriage. Anybody that had delay in marriage and finally got married and they had delay in childbirth and finally came back to only one son. And they now came and told you Nigeria is about to scatter with the present economic situation in the country. And the only way to get outside this situation is to kill that only child with it. I don't know if you're taking that attention. Well, left for me. I will not agree. And then Nigeria scatter. All of us go so far. Nobody might pick it. Scatter Nigeria. That's the kind of God so accepted the world as his. And he gave his one and only son, Jesus Christ. And whosoever believes. You know, earlier I told you it's one thing to be accepted, it's another thing to be ready to be accepted. So God has played his part by loving us, by accepting us at least, and to show us that he really means this love and acceptance. He sent his only begotten son to die for you and me. Now, it is now your own, I said, it's now your own work to believe in him. So the the action of believing in him is the action of ability to be, to be accepted by God. The action of believing in Christ is the action of being ready to be accepted into the beloved. So two things are involved. Two things are involved to be accepted 
ready to be accepted. I think again, two things are involved in the love of Christ to be accepted into this love and to be ready to be accepted into this love. I read another place. Let's look at Ezekiel chapter 36. I'm going to read from verse 26 to verse 28. I will give you a new heart and put a new spirit in you. I will remove from you from your heart the heart of stone and give you a heart of flesh. And I will put my spirit in you and move you to follow my decrees and be careful to keep my laws. Then you will live in the land I gave your ancestors and you will be my people. And I, that I will give you a new heart. I will put a new spirit in you. I will remove from you your heart. Now, he says he will give us new hearts. That means he's going to perform a spiritual surgery in our hearts. I don't know if you're getting my point. He's going to give us a new heart. That means he's going to perform a spiritual surgery in our heart. Listen to me. Let me tell you something. A surgery cannot be performed on a person without his consent, or even if he's unconscious to give that consent, the consent of a close relationship. A surgery can't be performed on somebody without a consent. So God has accepted to give you a new heart. He has accepted to remove a stony heart. Oh, what a love. What a kind of love Jesus has for us. See, he said he will remove the heart of stone and give you a heart of flesh. That means he has accepted to do this for you. But your consent is needed for this surgery to take place. A paper is meant to be signed. It's still bringing us back to the same thing I said earlier on. It is one thing to be accepted. It is another thing to be ready to be accepted. Many of us will find ourselves in the situations we are. We find ourselves in the positions we are. We find ourselves in challenges we face because we are not ready to be accepted by God. God is ready to give us everything we ask for. God is ready to accept us as his child, but we are not ready to be accepted by God. And this has been a major problem to many of us. Many of us still remain in the, in the bondage of Satan. We still remain in trials and temptations, persecutions, and tribulations, all forms of wars of life. Because we are not ready to be accepted by God. Always remember, let's be a watchword this December. That it is one thing to be accepted by God, it is another thing to be ready to be accepted by God. I'm going to read another place Romans chapter 8, verse 34. Romans chapter 8, I read to you in verse 34. You see, who then is the one who condemns? No one. Christ Jesus who died, more than that, was raised to life, is at the right hand of God, and is also interceding for us. He's also interceding for us. Now let me tell you something. You commit a crime, 
are you about to get killed? Someone is begging for you. Now, nobody can go and beg for you that committed the crime and you're about to get killed if he doesn't have interest in you. Something has magneted into your heart. Something has made your heart accept you. That is why you have that audacity to go and beg for a clear. Am I correct? So, even if maybe um, God accepted you to his heart, is maybe you are holding money and doesn't want them to kill you, so you pay. <laughs> Something has attracted you to his heart that made him to behave in such manner to come and beg for you, even when you are at the point of being killed. So what am I trying to make out of this point? That Jesus suffered everything he suffered on earth. Died for you and rose in victory. Still stayed for some time before he ascended to his father in heaven. And he's still in his father's place. Instead of him to now be enjoying and watch the people he, 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 he died for do what's in their mind and either come to paradise or stay in eternal damnation. He still takes his time to keep interceding for us in heaven. That is because he has accepted us as is. Oh, oh Jesus, the love is so strong. He has accepted us as is. He has brought us in as is. So all that is in his mind to do for you and I one of my pastor would say, face your neighbor, tell your neighbor, I won't fuck God up. Not after everything Jesus has done for us. Not after how he has accepted us. Do you know acceptance comes because of trust? You can't accept who you don't trust. So for Jesus to accept you and I, he trusts us so much. So for us to be accepted like this, we are not supposed to give up. Okay. Hallelujah. Let's read another place. Psalm 139. Psalm 139, verse 14. It says, I will praise you because I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful, and I know that full well. I know that fully well. That's my, my, my translation of the Bible. She says, I know that fully well. I will praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Let me tell you, if you don't accept to do something, you can't do it well. If you don't accept to do something, you cannot do it well. I repeat, if you don't accept to do something, you cannot do it well. I can say this anywhere. If your heart doesn't accept to do this thing, you will make a mistake. Now, Jesus, fearfully and wonderfully, made each and every one of us. Do you see, sometimes I, I, I actually think, is there a manufacturing company in heaven? And if there is a manufacturing company in heaven, how big I went to uh, Lagos and then I was opportunity 
it. And stay very close to many of the big companies that are shaking the Nigerian economy. And then sometimes I just go around and I drive and look around this continent. And I'd be like, look at how big this place is. And there are still places in Nigeria that these people's goods have not touched. There are still places in this country, not outside Nigeria now. I'm still talking of only Nigeria. There are places in Nigeria that their goods have not gotten to. They don't even know the name of the company. See how big the company is. Now, think of, think of it when God supplies humans to the whole world. If there is a, and there is no lack of humans, a woman can't get pregnant and give birth to the story. Except in the spiritual manipulation. You must always give birth to a human. Now, humans are always being supplied by the source. I said, if there is a company that does this, this manufacturing in heaven, think of how big it is. And it's not a company, it's God that does it. God said, let us make man in our own image. You are fearfully and wonderfully made. God took his time to craft you. He had fear while crafting God had fear. He had respect. That's what he was. Wonderfully crafted. If someone gives you a job to do, if you don't do that work well, check it very well. You don't have respect for that person. So God had respect for you and I. That's why you wonderfully made. Is there not enough acceptance by the highest being in the universe? John 14, this one, I'm going to be rushing now because I see I have um, about, uh, about four different verses to read. John 14, 1, do not let your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. You believe in God, believe also in me. Is this written anymore to you? Believe in God, believe also in me. This is where Jesus was told to tell me. My father tells me that I shall be told to tell you. I've got to prepare a place for you. You understand? So he said, Believe in God, believe also in me. Accept me as your. Eh, it's not just by shouting, I believe in God. Have you accepted God? I told you earlier, God is not a cultist. God is not a mother. God is not an insurgent. God doesn't force himself on people. He's not a terrorist. If you need him, you will come. If you don't need him, you stand aside. That's what he does. If you don't need him, you will step aside. So you believe in God. Believe in me. Believe in me. Believe in me. Let's read um, Romans 11, verse 5. 
For since their rejection meant that God offered salvation to the rest of the world, their acceptance will be even more wonderful. It will be life of those who are dead. The acceptance of God means life to death. Sorry, the acceptance of God means life to death. The acceptance of God brings life to the dead. He said, when you were rejected, you were dead. Now, many of us are the killers of our spiritual world. You are the killers of your spiritual world. Do you know why? Because you have failed to accept God and you remain dead. You remain in your rotting position. After listening to this episode today, I want you to go back on your knees and accept God today. Actually, go a long way for you. First Timothy, first Timothy chapter 1. I read verse 15. First Timothy 1, verse 15. Here is a trustworthy saying that deserves full acceptance. Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners. Christ left heaven, left the glory above because he has accepted you as his own. Because he has accepted you as one of his own. He left everything he was doing above. Left the throne of the master. Left the luxury of life. He came to this world to suffer for you and her. Do you know what it means? For somebody to leave his kingdom where he is known as a supreme being. And you leave the place for 32 years just to suffer for, for, for humans like you. He could perfectly perform this task because he has accepted us as his. Why not reciprocate by accepting him back? Ephesians chapter 1, verse 6. It says, to the praise of his glorious grace, which he has freely given us the one world. He loves us. He has accepted us. So his grace is sufficient for us. Well, not everybody can say the grace of God is sufficient for us and it means it's sufficient for them. See people coming online, doing video, posting things on WhatsApp. Most of them, they don't have any grace for you. One of these days, next year, we're going to talk deeply about grace. Check most of them, they don't have grace for you. You can't be among the merits of the grace of God if you do not accept God in your life. You cannot be among the merits of the grace of God. If you have not accepted God in your life. So, one of the things I want you to know you are missing by not accepting God into your life is that you are missing sufficient grace. You are missing grace. One of the keys to survival in both the spiritual and physical world is the grace of God. And if you don't have that grace, 
Imagine when you are fighting war physically and spiritually. You are fighting war in two places. Just one person. You are fighting against physical forces. And you are fighting against spiritual forces. And you don't have a backup. You're going to be drowned. Lastly, let's read 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 9. 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 9. But you are a chosen people. Just, just lift your hands wherever you are. Say, I am a chosen person. I want you to read this verse with me. You're going to personalize it. So as I'm reading this verse, I want you to personalize it. I want you to get your Bible. I'm going to wait for you. Get your Bible. If you've not been using the Bible since, get your Bible. Open your Bible and read with me as I read with you. We're going to personalize this. I'm reading 1 Peter 2, verse 9. 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 9. 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 9. I'm still waiting. I'm going to count to 10. I love to count it. I want you to read it personally. I'm going to count to 10. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. So I want us to read together now. I, I know most of us should be abide now. First Peter chapter 2 verse 9. First Peter chapter 2 verse 9. You're going to personalize it. So you're going to know how it feels. I want you to personalize it so you know how it feels to be accepted by God. So I'm not going to do the reading anymore. I'm going to read from where you are. I'm going to read it loud to your hearing, to your ears and your heart. Let's read together. First Peter 2 verse 9. But you are chosen people. See, I caught you. You still said that you are chosen people. I don't make a mistake. I still said that you are chosen people. I want us to personalize it. So instead of but you, we're going to be saying, I. So let's go. I am a chosen person. A royal priesthood. A holy nation. God's special possession that I may declare the praises of Him who has called me out of darkness into His wonderful light. Let's read it again. But I am a chosen person, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, God's special possession that I may declare the praises of Him who called me out of darkness into His wonderful light. This is a perfect picture. Acceptance. I'm going to close this episode with you telling you this. I'm going to tell you this as I close this episode. Whether you're feeling rejected, unworthy, or unlovable, acceptance from God can fill those dark and empty places. Now, to take our key word as First Peter 2 verse 9. But you are a chosen people and a royal priesthood of holy nation, God's special possession, that you may declare the praises of Him who called you out of darkness into His light. Hallelujah.
and say a word of prayer to God. If you want to accept it, Lord, and you've got this feeling that God has accepted you, I just want you to bless the name of God. I want you to thank God for accepting you to that father. If you know that God has not accepted you into his own kingdom, I want you to ask God for exception. I want you to ask God to accept you into what he does. Thank you for listening to this podcast. To the end of the podcast, God bless you. Um, I am Minister Oweka. Um, if you have any questions, the WhatsApp will be open every day from one o'clock in the afternoon to three every afternoon. So you have that hours of space to write to us whenever you want to. If you still feel somehow about posting directly on the platform, you can reach to any of the admins of that platform, of the platform of the WhatsApp group or the Telegram channel, and ask you questions. And if the questions will get to me, if I cannot answer them, I'll take it to a higher authority to answer. Hallelujah.